Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Monday, February 6th, Super Bowl week episode Super edition. Super Bowl week. Of the Elephants in the Room. And, um,. The balloon's down. Didn't you say there were multiple balloons? Well, there's one that was over, or might still be over Latin America, or oh, was yeah. over Latin America. We can't do anything about that. Well, we could. <laughs> what is, like, is that an act of war if we were to go shoot something down over not our territory? Uh, yeah, un- unless they asked us for assistance, <laughs> yeah. that would be a no-no. They would be like, why did you violate our airspace? Which is exactly what we were asking last week. China, why are you violating our airspace? And to uh, President Biden, why are you allowing China to violate our airspace? Um, and the de- more details that come out about this balloon, the more it, it was very clear that the absolute uh, wrong call was made here, that this was... Um, this was a screw up of epic proportions. And um, um, the more information that comes out, the more you realize that this administration is committed to being the least transparent administration that we've ever seen in America. And, and furthermore, um, what, they're, what they're really doing is they're harming national security with their, um, not, not just with their horrible decision making, but with this... Um, with this extraordinary secrecy that they're they're trying to operate under, number one and number two, I mean, you have to really wonder how how you, well. You actually, you really don't have to wonder how bad it gets. We know how bad it gets because of the classified document scandal, and the cover up is always worse than the crime. And and I'm going to beat this drum until it doesn't exist anymore. But thank the Lord above that the Republicans took back the House are and and have subpoena power and can investigate these abuses by the White House. And we're going to get to the bottom of this Chinese Chinese balloon story, thankfully, um, because of the work that the Republicans in, 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 the, um, in the 118th Congress are going to do on our behalf. And, the, and so let's get the latest details of the balloon out there. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, an uh, uh, F-22 climbed to... 50, 60, 60,000 feet up in the air and fired uh, uh, a Sidewinder missile at it um, and uh, at the balloon and one missile, one balloon down. And um, that's all she wrote off the coast of South Carolina. Basically, as soon as they had the shot, they took it when it was over water. Um, the bad news is, is that they allowed the balloon to travel literally from not just crossing over Alaska initially, but I believe the path, this may be 
I'm misinformed. It, it dipped into Idaho, back out of America into Canada, and then back into America through Montana, or it just came down Alaska, Canada to Montana, one of those paths. Um, and then it was able to go over. What's worse? Us allowing this to fly over our country before we shoot it down, or if Canada had stepped in and shot it down? Which is more emasculating? <laughs> well, it would have been more emasculating if Canada shot it down because we had a chance to shoot it down over Alaska, which we should have. Yeah. Right? I mean, the fact of the matter is that this never should have flown over the lower 48, and it should not have been allowed to fly over any part of Alaska. And as soon as it crossed over into Alaskan airspace, it should have been shot down. Now, I understand that these balloons are extraordinarily hard to detect, right? They, they, they're so low technology, they're really hard to detect. What helps detect them... Isn't it them, the size of three buses? So that's, so that's the helpful part, right? It's the size of three buses, um, you know, and, um, um, but, it's, but it's, it's, just, it's, it's high up in the atmosphere. And it's now that we know that these balloons are out there, we're changing what we're looking for. Right, you need to change what you look for in different radar signatures, and 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 you know what we have tracking what's up in the skies, um, and so. But the point being is that um, we knew the Bloom, Bloomberg came out. So I would say the biggest news story that came out over the weekend was the Bloomberg report that said the Biden administration knew about this. They knew about it as soon as it entered American airspace. They just didn't want to say anything about it because they didn't want to interfere with Secretary of State Blinken's trip to China to talk about oh. climate change. So right. that's the issue. Not only oh, it might fall on someone. Praying at the altar of climate climate change is it's 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 tough I, I i wonder if everything does come back to climate change or if everything just comes back to sexual identity for democrats these days i'm not too sure which one they're focused on they're focused on the most absurd parts of of both but anyways the biden administration knew this they kept it under wraps they didn't say anything they didn't report anything to republic to to the public they were just going to let this happen luckily luckily some people in montana were looking up in the sky going what the hell was that and the video got made public, and it forced the Biden administration's hand that they had Chinese spy balloon floating over the country, and that they're not going to do anything about it. They're just going I to let it. I thought it was sixty thousand feet up in the air. Sixty thousand feet up in the air. How do you see that with the naked eye? You can see that far up. I think they were looking up with binoculars. Oh. They might have been looking up with binoculars. They might have. They might have just seen something shiny. I mean, it was the size of three buses. <laughs> Reflects the sun. Yeah. You're going to see it. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, that's that's what the Pentagon official said last week. I mean, you can just look up in the sky and kind of see the thing. Um, and so and so that's when they decided. Now we found out later that the Chinese government let the Biden administration know that maybe maybe it had explosives on board and would be set to self-destruct. Now, if that's true, if that's true. The fact that they allowed a Chinese spy balloon to float over the United States, it could have failed at any point and effectively turning it into a bomb. That's a dereliction of duty. 
if there are explosives on board this, that's an. I I would I would I would I would say that's about as close to an impeachable offense as I've seen in my my life. I mean, intentionally endangering the lives of Americans on the ground because you don't want to offend another country. Think about that. Think about what happened this past week. Joe Biden, in order to not offend the communist Chinese, allowed a poorly made Chinese bomb to float over America. Actually, to not just float over American populated areas, but also float over some of our most sensitive military installations. So it could just hoover up whatever data it was trying to collect. Now, of course, the United States government took efforts to make to, to mitigate and stop whatever it was doing. But how do you how do you take that statement as a fact and then another statement of the fact, which was, well, it allowed us to observe what it was doing. Well, if you wanted to observe what it was doing, you would need to let it spy. Right? If you wanted to figure out what it was doing, you would need to let it just operate for a little bit so you could monitor. And then you put an end to it. You don't need a week of this. Nope. Oh, okay. What are the signals that are being transmitted to it? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, shoot it down. Right. Shoot it down. And next time we not, might not be so lucky because another piece of news that came out is that this balloon might not have been functioning completely properly. It could have been. It should have been a fifty-sixty. It should have been. Really, these balloons are designed to operate more like ninety, hundred thousand feet. So this is operating at fifty, sixty thousand feet. So something was already going wrong in the balloon. Um. I can't imagine how much more information we are going to find out about this balloon. They've covered up so much about it already. They aren't going to be letting us know, you know, about this. Um, tomorrow night, we have the State of the Union. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Joe Biden in November, I mean, let's just say, let's just say in November, he was riding high. He'd got some pieces of legislation passed before the midterms. The midterms turned out a lot better for the Democrats than people thought it was going to. Polling was looking good. It looked like he was maybe going to make an early announcement to re-election. And then, bam, CBS reports, January 9th, documents. And ever since then, ever since then, it has been a steady stream of reminders to the public at large, now that they're paying attention again, that Joe Biden is an incompetent fool who is putting America at risk with his lack of decision-making slash terrible decision-making. Because if we're supposed to believe the events that are being told to us, Joe Biden said, shoot the balloon down, and the military said, no, Joe, we're not going to, and Joe just said, okay, So he the president just suggests ideas. I think Newt, this is what Newt Gingrich called him the suggester in chief today. <laughs> yeah, he just suggests ideas, and then they go. Um, speaking of things that America um, didn't know about, they we not we know, we know Joe Biden's a fool. Um, the Grammys were on last night. 
could no idea. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um who won the uh Grammy Award for uh best album? Lizzo? Uh well, I believe she was actually nominated. Uh, it was Harry Styles. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. I'm going to read to you the people who were nominated for Album of the Year. Okay? Okay. In 2023. Harry Styles. Okay. I know Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, Adele. Okay. White, M- white. Mary J. Blige. What year is it? 2023, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but good for her. Brandy Carlisle. I don't know. She's a folk folk rock alternative country American. Okay. Hmm. Looks like she's, in her genre, she's the best. done well. Yes. Okay. okay. I may have heard her since I do listen to country. Mm. Um, not known who it was. Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Coldplay. Is there a point to this list? <laughs> Beyonce. Lizzo. It's a long list. Someone named Bad Bunny, who I found out is a man. Oh, okay. I assume because I'm a red-blooded American male, and I think Bunny, I think Playboy Bunny. Why are there so many names? Isn't it supposed to be limited to like five nominations? Loads, right? So I want to get here. And then this is the last name, this band. This is the last band nominated. Twenty. This is 2023 Grammy Award Album of the Year. Okay. ABBA. ABBA? ABBA. They're back. They're back. Apparently they didn't win, so I guess they're not totally back. (laughs) Um, So it's like the Oscars. I'm going back and looking at this. By the way, who do you think won uh, Album of the Year last year? Harry Styles. (laughs) Harry Styles. (laughs) Someone named John Batiste. I don't know. Apparently he's a one-hit wonder. He wasn't even nominated this year. Yeah, I mean, there's some generally generally speaking, some some it's like it's like pretty fairly mainstream names that end up that end up uh, uh, winning the award. But anyways, I went back to when um, uh, watching the Grammys as a kid, and uh, I used to love watching the award shows. I never liked them. Boring. And, and over time, like, like as soon as I was old enough to understand what was going on. Um, um, I became polit- more politically active and then, you know, I was more kind of understanding that these are all just complete liberal idiots who I'm watching up there. But I always love the Grammys because I, I love music and I kind of just tune out the speeches, right? Who cares about the speeches? I don't care about the speeches. I want to watch the musical acts. You know, generally the acts are pretty good. And I think for our generation, one of the most famous ones is the Elton John Eminem. That took place at the Grammys. It's a phenomenal duet. Um, but I stopped paying attention to the Grammys as an award show in, um, and it was uh, 2000, 2001. And this was when the Grammys for me, I just went, okay, this is, this is completely stupid. Because here are the names nominated for Album of the Year. Paul Simon, whatever, Beck, Eminem, Radiohead, and Steely Dan. Steely Dan? Steely Dan. And Steely Dan won Album of the Year. And I was like, 
I was like, what was wait, their wait, what? popular song? I was like, yeah, right. No, yeah. You want to know what? It was nothing. That's what it was. It was, it was absolutely nothing. That's what it was. Steely Dan. And when I saw that, I said, you're telling me that Steely Dan beat out Radiohead, Eminem, and Beck. I'm out. I'm out. I don't need to pay attention to this crap anymore because it's crap. These award shows are all made up. It goes over to whichever producer or record company paid the most to the voters, and it's game over. And that's how it does. And the Oscars are awful. But anyways, they were so last night. Obviously, didn't watch the Grammys. Didn't pay attention to it. Apparently, there was some satanic worship thing by some they them. Um, it's uh, it's just all so uh, it's all looked so awful. Um, but apparently, the hit was Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was there, obviously, with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yes. This is happening again. And every time they panned over to him, he looked like the most miserable person in America. He was just sitting there like, this is the last place where I want to be. Like, he had that look on his face like the, I don't want to be here. I hate all of this. I really don't like any of these people. Like, like you could tell the energy. He was just like, this is like, he's like. Or was it because he's so self-centered? He's like, I'm not up for an award. I don't want to be here. No, you could, you know, you, you, when you look at the picture, look at the picture, look in the document. Was J-Lo up for an award? I don't know if J-Lo was up for an award or not. Probably Jennifer Lopez. I'm just saying he should be supportive. Sounds like trouble in paradise. I think he was like sitting there and. Ben Affleck's never come across as like he's a liberal too. Oh no, he's a liberal, but he's never come across as like one of those like super like pansy ones. And I'm sure when he was watching that little they them in the Satan outfit dance, he was going, "What the hell am I watching right now? <laughs> Get me out of here! Where's a foot? Where's a bar? Get me to the bar." Um, but they were so happy last night. They're so happy. The Grammy Awards received their biggest viewership in years. How many people do you think sat and watched the Grammy Awards last night? Five million? No, it was more than that. Really? Mm-hmm. Ten million? Twelve million. How many watch a basketball game? Like a regular season NBA game? Yeah. ABC on Saturday night gets, I think, like three or four million. Okay. You want to know how much the um, AFC and NFC championship games each got last week? 50. Over 50 million each. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Four times the Grammys. Yeah, yeah Super Bowl is going to do like, what, 105, 110 million? Easy. Yeah. I mean, everybody watches it. Yep. Even the people don't like it watching. <laughs> yeah. I remember they always used to call it. Which, grow- that's a good difference because the people who hate the Grammys don't watch it versus the people who hate the Super Bowl still watch it because they want to know what's going on exactly and they want to watch the commercials come on well growing up they always used to say that the oscars was the super bowl for women but no one watches the oscars either that's an award show that got like out of hand really quick those turned into like four four and a half hours i don't i literally wake up and they're still on understand how it's entertaining it's literally just people going up saying names and then giving a thank you speech in which they thank their family Okay. Well, and you then you just repeat that twenty times. So, I'll I'll say I'll say this. In college, my roommates were really big movie buffs, so they would watch watch the Oscars because they would want to go out and see the Best Picture nominees. So, like, I get that. 
But that's different. Then you just have the list and you go. Why would you watch the show? Why would you? Like, this well, is because you want to see you well, can you just, You've invested the time. You want to see who wins. I get it. You can see I who get it. I well, because it's not your thing, right? It's not your but thing. I'm trying to. But there are, but there, are, but there are things and hobbies that you have that people would go, "That's insane! Why would you waste your time doing that?" And you're like, "Because I find it enjoyable." But the reason you just gave me doesn't make any sense either. Why not? Why because doesn't it make sense? It's they, the same they thing. They like as to go see the movie. Okay, well, they're not seeing the movie in the Grammys or the well, Oscars. They like to see. They, they like to see who 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 wins the awards. Okay. It's not that big of a deal. It's so boring. It's not something that I choose to do with my time, but I understand it. I don't understand it. All right, what else are we talking about? I'm already over this. Wow. <laughs> um, Reagan would be 112 today. It's his birthday. Just missed it. Just missed it. No. Um, What's this more reasons to kick Oregon into the ocean? Oh, they have a Dr. Kevorkian there. What? What is that? They got a guy there. He is the America's first death tourism. Ugh. Yes, uh, Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Nicholas Gid Gideon Gideons Gid Gid Gideons. I don't know. Director of End of Life Choices, Oregon. He is advising terminally ill non-residents to travel to Oregon to end their lives, despite it being a legal gray area. He is an advocate of magic mushroom therapy, and he was helping a Texan man suffering from Lou Gehrig's disease and a hospice patient on the East Coast. Um, They operate in a legal gray area. The state last year agreed to extend access to doctor-assisted suicide to out-of-staters, but this is not expected to be codified into law until later this year. Like, everything just evil and weird just seems to come out of Oregon. You know, growing up, it was just like Cambridge or Berkeley, but now it's Oregon, and they've really taken it far. I just don't... It's like what's going on in Canada, right? You're not, it's gone beyond the terminally ill, right? Like, I'm in pain. I'm going to die in three months. Like, I just, I don't want to suffer this for three months. This little checklist claims you have to be terminally ill. Criteria, terminally ill, i.e. prognosis of six months until death. Yeah, but that's how it starts. But look what's going on in Canada. Look at our neighbors in the north. All you have to do is be like, oh, I feel bad. And it's like, Okay. Believe it. Believe me. They're heading towards depre- just depression and having a bad day, being being a perfectly fine reason for assisted suicide. These are people who look at an unborn child and think and, and think it's just a clump of cells. You know, I, I, I you can. I'm not going to sit here and describe the procedure for late-term abortion, but there's a reason why on MSNBC they don't allow you to describe it because once you start describing it, you realize how barbaric it is and how that shouldn't, and how that should be something that isn't even on the table for civilized society. Okay, I think we need to talk about this Disney clip thing. Yes, 
So the Disney clip thing is wild. Do you want to do you want to introduce the story? Um, Max titled it another reason to keep kids out of public school. And there appears to be a Disney clip that claims that Lincoln did not free the slaves. Mm hmm. I'm trying to watch it real quick to figure out who exactly freed the slaves then. Did you watch it? Who freed the slaves according to this weird video? I mean, they like freed themselves. Oh. Well, why didn't they do that to begin with? Yeah, he did it reluctantly. Um, so here it is. So a reboot of the Disney show The Proud Family, did not know that that show existed, is receiving backlash over a rap in a recent episode of the cartoon featuring kids singing about slavery and reparations, arguing that America owes black Americans because America still has not atoned for its systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy. What a fun cartoon. There's Saturday morning cartoons, pulling up on the couch, bowl of cereal, put on something funny. Hey, kids, I'm here to remind you why you're a horrible, evil racist. Oh, wow. What a way to kick off the weekend. This country was built on slavery. That's a lie. Um, that's not even close to being true. This, if th- this country was built on slavery, no, it wasn't. That's completely idiotic. It's, it's a complete lie. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Wow. Wow. Now that... It, did Bill Shakespeare write that? Is that William Shakespeare who's behind... This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Two plus two equals four, which means if I have two of one thing and two of another thing, I have four things. Yeah. The descendants of slaves continue to build it, kind of. Slaves built this country. Again with the lie. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in a systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for, the children chanted. Oh, my Lord. We made your families rich, the sound continues. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves, but slaves were men and women, and only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. There it is. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where, be, where we become slaves again. The only way you end up in prison is if you break the law. Yeah. <laughs> the executive of producer of the show, Latoya Ravenel, admitted to having a, quote, not-at-all-secret-gay agenda in a Disney staff meeting when producing the show. Um, did you retweet this video? Not yet. Okay, well, you should. We'll put it in the show notes, too, so you can click on that to, to watch it. It's some wacky stuff, to say the least. Um, yes, oh, uh... 
yeah, speaking of speaking of another speaking of higher education, the story that I have below that, Katie, whites should put coats on the ground for blacks to walk over. Yale student government. The Yale College Council's first tip. It's the first day of black history. This is legit. This is real. This is real. This is 100% real. Okay. So it's not a cartoon. This is not fake. This is not the Babylon Bee. This is not the Onion. It's not April Fool's Day. This is real. This is from Yale. Let me repeat. Y-A-L-E. It is a place that they call an Ivy League school. Okay. Um, it's the first, we're supposed to believe that the people who go here are smarter than us. We're supposed to believe that the people who go here just kind of operate on a different plane. Keep that in mind when I'm reading to you what I'm about to read. It's the first day of Black History Month. I considered dropping my Venmo in this email, but that might be a little unethical. So here are some other ways you can celebrate black joy. When dining hall lines are long, politely step out of the way and let black people pass you. If there's a puddle on the sidewalk, gently slide your coat off and lay it on the ground so your black friends can walk with ease. Support the many black-owned businesses in New Haven by checking out this list. Tune in next week for a few more suggestions. Solid. Yeah. Um, you know that op-ed is coming. Which one? The op-ed in the New York Times that's praised as a brilliant think piece, something that we have to consider, something everyone must read to open their minds. The piece that says that white people should have to go be slaves to black people to truly atone for slavery. Oh, great. That's, that piece is coming. That's coming. Some liberal whack job out there is going to write that. If you are a liberal whack job out there, please write that piece. Please write that op-ed and send it in to the New York Times. You will win every award out there. And you better be transgender. <laughs> I don't have a food story. Oh, you're just telling me now? I'm just telling you now. Um, well, we could cheat. And did we already do our favorite Super Bowl food? We haven't done our favorite Super Bowl food. We haven't done our favorite Super Bowl commercials, or, which I w was thinking of doing. Well, that's not food. Okay. So I'll have to do that next time. Um, but instead of favorite, maybe we could do like, what do you think uh, like has to be at a Super Bowl party? Like if this wings. food is not there, it's not a real Super Bowl party. You have wings. Wings? Yeah, 100%. You got to have wings. Got to have wings. And why is that? I mean, it's... They're wings. <laughs> it's football food, right? I mean, it's the perfect snack for football. I feel like they always have chips and salsa. I was going to say chips and dip, chips and guac, chips and dip, chips and salsa. That's always a hit, always classic. Um, wings, obviously, are big. There's going to be a veggie tray. Someone's Really? At every party? At every party. At every party because at every – maybe not at every party – but any party that is being hosted by a married couple will have a veggie tray. <laughs> shots fired. I don't think that that's shots fired at all. I think that that's an accurate statement because at some point, someone's going to say, 
so-and-so is a vegetarian or, you know, oh, what about, you know, something for people who don't want chips and dip and fried pickles and wings? Someone needs a healthy option, right? So I'd say veg, veggie tray, always there, but it's not necessary. It's certainly not necessary, but I do think wings are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to have wings, and I think you have to have chips and dip. I think they're both um, one year. Um, my sister won um, a sub tray from Moe's oh. for the Super Bowl. How many sandwiches is that? It was it was our lunch for a week. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of most sub sandwiches that week. Um, it was delightful. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was awesome. Sandwiches. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's always an underrated doing the subway. Those big six foot sandwiches. It's an under underrated underrated thing for a game for for a Super Bowl party. But it's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. It's a crowd pleaser because everyone goes in and you go, oh, you got the big sandwich. Oh, that's cool. I've never seen it. You know? If we were near a Wegmans, I'd go get sandwiches. Mm, yeah. Those are real good. Mr. Pickles, free delivery. This is true. All right. You will hear us on Wednesday. Yeah, you will. Bye. Bye. Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs>